0: We're back here. It is on tailgate season. It's presented by the Cold Cans Network. I'm Logan sitting here with Jordan. Be sure to give us five stars and a great review on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And be sure to click the subscribe button while you're at it. In the description of this podcast, there is a link that says "click here" to leave us a voicemail. Give us your hot takes, your cold takes, or just anything in between. Any questions you got, uh, sports related or non sports related, we love to hear from you or respond on the show. And then check out the website coldcansnetwork.com/shop for merch and coldcansnetwork.com. For blog content, all right, the media it's time for a little bit of media talk here. I don't know what's gotten in the water with the national media, the state media uh or like local media, but the the firing bug has been going around you know I'm sure you know everybody's probably heard of it uh, last week it, or earlier this week whenever it was, like Tucker Carlson was fired from Fox huge like like uh, landscape changing news. Then an hour later, Don Lemon fired from CNN. Then, you know, I believe the the bigwig, like the head guy at NBC Universal, he was let go. You know, that was in the national media landscape, but sports and local media wasn't immune. Uh, we found out yesterday, or maybe it was earlier today, we we're recording on a Thursday, uh, that if you listen to sport, local sports radio around the triangle, there are two names that have for the last three years done a show together uh, on 99.9, the fan ESPN. Um, and that is the OG is what it was called. It's Joe Ovis and Joe Gillia. Um, they have been relieved of their duties with a uh, capital broadcast company, or as most people probably know at WRL. And it is kind of su- surprising to me. I don't understand it. Because I will say that this was one of the more forward-thinking sports shows. It, it had a, a younger audience that was attentive to it. They did some things that were out of the box. Um, Joe Ovis had been at uh, WRL or had been doing radio and been doing this show for a long time. He used to be with Adam Gold. But he had been doing radio for like 17 and a half years. And, or 17 and a half years at WRL. Then Joe Giglio, you know, former beat writer from the News and Observer, uh, about three years ago, left that gig and went to do this radio show with Joe Ovies. the show I was a fan of. I'm not a regular radio listener. I'm not a, I'm not uh, a sports talk kind of guy. Funny enough, haha, ha that I do a show like this, but I'm, I'm just, I don't listen to a ton, but they, that was a show I would tune into. And if I didn't listen to it, I would probably, I would go on social media and check the big clips that they would release from the show. It was one of the more entertaining shows. I liked the, the dynamic they had back and forth um they were two guys that understood the ACC and i mean that as in the entire ACC the entire triangle aspect and north carolina aspect of hoops not just the two blue schools it was if you wanted if you were a national media guy and you wanted to get a feel for the ACC and a feel for triangle sports other than just what everybody knows about duke and carolina they were the two to listen to in my opinion um, it was kind of shocking to me to see that they were they were let go i think it's a bad move on wrl's part but, you know, we'll see how it turns out. I'm interested to see what these guys are gonna do um Jordan, you said that you ha- like hadn't really listened to them much right yeah no i i'm not i'm I'm
1: kind of with you on this thing. I don't really listen to a lot of sports uh broadcast anything really on that. um, I kind of stick to the mainstream media on the t v and stuff. I'm not really a big radio person on that um but you know somebody like that you're saying that Cover the ACC so balance would be, you know, some would not would be shocking to me. Why? What is going on with there? I'm not a big fan of WRL personally anymore, um, just because of, I I guess, the direction they're headed. I don't know. I don't even. I don't even watch the news, and it's sad. And it's because of just some of the stuff that's going on in the world. Period. Just kind of can get depressing. Um, But sports is one thing that. I'm gonna follow throughout everything, and if the show's as good as you say it is, then I don't. I, I'm, I'm as shocked as you are on this. Um, we have similar taste in sports, and if you were gonna to listen to it, it'd probably be one of them I'm gonna to listen to. Uh, and so, my my question is, why, <laughs> why, and what's going on with uh, the mainstream media? Obviously, you know the bigger ones with C- the CNN firing and Tucker Carlson on Fox um it's kind of like what's going on is there another something else going on uh but i just i don't understand it uh if it if it was as balanced and you know it's hard to find a show i mean even we're guilty of it on our show uh we cover what we know and for the most part what we know is the triangle area the triad area
0: yeah, um, and, and we, that's where, that's where like these guys were good, though, is like they understood the rivalries. They understood right. what e- the historical implications of each program. It wasn't just, oh, Duke and Carolina have been good for a long time. Like, the, like a lot of the national media, that's the extent of their knowledge. These guys knew Tobacco Road, these guys knew Wake Forest's history. It was, uh, it, it was kind of like I, I have this, uh, A similar feeling about this that I think it's a mistake in the same way that I did when they canceled Packer and Durham. Yes, Packer and Durham was probably my favorite sports uh, show. And inexplicably, that was cut as well uh, by ESPN. I don't know why it seems like the shows that I tend to gravitate towards the shows that I like are the ones that are being cut right now uh, in sports because. I get bored with the singular host. And this is the direction that the company has announced they're going for this. They're going to replace their time slot with a single host sports radio show. They want it to be, uh, I believe they said, informative and fast paced sports news. That sounds boring as hell to me. Like these guys had a freaking seance. Uh, at the beginning of the year Ovi's and Jilio did saying that could this be the year for NC State trying to burn out NC State shit like that's just entertaining stuff along with the knowledgeable um, takes that they they had on triangle sports like they were some of the best in local radio and they had and like in Ovi's case he had been doing it for a long time it was just there was an element of entertainment along with you know, them actually understanding it and knowing the rivalries. So it's a, it's a sad day in my view that we're losing these guys from local radio in the triangle.
1: I, um, I'm with you because, you know, even though, like I said, I don't really pay attention to much of the sports shows right. and, um, like, the listening of on the radio and stuff, I did like Packer and Durham. Um, and for that to get cut was – kind of bothered me a little bit because that was the only one I'd really like could watch and stomach through. Uh, um, and from what you're describing and the way the company's going now is going more towards a, well, I guess PTI has two of them, but I've never, it's fast paced and it made me think of PTI and I'm not really a PTI guy. I don't like PTI. No. I don't really like around the horn. I don't understand that stuff. I don't, I mean, I don't, it, I, don't I don't like that at all.
0: It's, it's a very dated and uh like mode of uh, of sports talk because ESPN used to be the biggest name in sports in terms of their shows, not just live sports. ESPN will always be around because live sports coverage is a huge deal, right? But their shows are lackluster these days. Yeah. Um, ESPN, uh, like breaking it out to the national landscape, ESPN has like two guys that are legitimate talents in my view. That's yeah. Scott Van Pelt and Stephen yep. A. Smith. You may not like their uh, takes on everything. You may think it's a bit of a character, but those guys are undeniably talented. They're undeniably entertaining. You just don't have that anymore. The era of, you know, the the Dan Patricks and the Stuart Scotts and everything on doing this is SportsCenter commercials is over for ESPN. The way that, like the best thing they ever did for College Game Day, because the ratings have been in decline for years, was, was bringing Pat McAfee on. The ratings have shot back up because McAfee is an entertainer. He's very charismatic. He, he you know, he was a SmackDown commentator for WWE for a little while, and he brought an element of WWE showmanship to college game day that it traditionally had traditionally been so suit and tie buttoned up and it worked. It worked to perfection. It made the show, which, you know, I watched that show even when it had been on the decline, um, but it made the show that much better. It made it more entertaining. I
1: don't. Uh... I watch the college game day for football. I'm not as big of a fan as I used to be. I mean, I used to have my alarm set for 9, 9.30 so I could get up and watch college game day basketball. And I don't have that anymore with college game day basketball-wise. I don't either. Football, like you said, it helps a lot with McAfee on it. And that's a big reason that I still watch that a little bit is because of his kind of it's filtered, but it's unfiltered. You know, yeah. you know what I'm saying. It doesn't um, seem
0: so canned and rehearsed.
1: Yeah, like it's not like okay, cookie cutter would be yes. That's that's a, that's a good word for it. Um, and so not nothing against the rest of them because I do like hub Street. Um, yeah, Lee Corso and all still involved with it. Um, you know, uh, the guy that won the Heisman for I, I'm terrible with names, but anyway, I Desmond do, Howard. I I do enjoy those guys. I really do. Um, basketball. I'm just. It's just. It's it's kind of got away from me a little bit.
0: I didn't watch a single episode of College Game Day basketball this year, yeah. because, and I didn't. Don't think that I did last year either. I think it's two straight years I haven't watched it because it isn't as it it is. It's not as entertaining relative to the other options out there. But right. it also just keeping it within the context of just College Game Day basketball. It's not as even, even as entertaining as back when Hubert Davis and Jay Billis were on there. No. It, I mean, it's nothing against the guys that are on there now. It's just a matter of, there are so many options for sports talk, so many options for these types of shows that I've, I tend to gravitate towards the ones that are a little bit more have an entertainment flair to it. And if you don't have that and you're still the traditional suit and tie, we're going to break down the game, tell a corny joke and kind of bump the guy next to you with your elbow. Sorry, it's not 2001 anymore. I'm kind of out on that. I want yeah. a little bit more McAfee element <laughs> on my uh, my my shows.
1: Well, if you think about it, I mean, honestly, the avid sports fan can do the analysis of the game pretty much himself, and that's the way I feel. I don't. I don't. It's not that I don't care about other people's opinion on it, but I form my own opinion, and that's kind of what it is. And you know, I, I'm with you on the fact of. And it's not biased because Hubert's now with Carolina and he was but when they used to make the commercials, you know, like the uh the the commercials of this is sports center, where you had Hubert Davis saying to Jay Billis, what it when in the cafeteria at Carolina, what's wrong with these people? And he's like, I don't know, Duke Boy. You know, you know, yeah, just the, yeah. the stuff like that. Um, you know, you don't get those this is sports center anymore. And it's kind of killing me off of a little bit more of ESPN. I used to stay up every night and watch Sports Center in general, mm-hmm. just enjoy it. And yep. that Scott Van Pelt does a great job of keeping me at least yeah. involved with that. Now, he is a great person for me to listen to and watch, but for the most and, and part, that,
0: and that's coming from you. And he's a Maryland grad. Like, we'll, right. we even let him slide being a Maryland grad.
1: Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> as much as I do dislike the University of Maryland. Um, for He's a talented guy. And other stuff. He is great. And I do. But like Stuart Scott was another one gone too soon. But he did a great job of reeling the audience yeah. in. And ESPN now doesn't have that. I'm not a Seth Greenberg fan. Not an Alfonso Ellis fan. Really not not too much. Um, so it's kind of hard they, for me to do They seem get on like up. nice
0: guys. So it's not anything personal. It's just the entertainment they don't value me. just doesn't seem to be there as much. I don't really care to listen to somebody try to break down the X's and O's of the game. As much like with the internet and with people on Twitter and everything like that, there's a lot of armchair um, analyzers these days offering their analysis on everything. I don't need to hear the guys on the TV doing that as often as we probably did like the pre-explosion of the internet. And we can look that stuff up if we really want to. It's just, it's gotten a bit ridiculous. And you talk about SportsCenter. I used to watch SportsCenter religiously as a kid. Yep. I haven't probably watched an episode of SportsCenter center all the way through in maybe nine or 10 years. It's yep. just, I, I don't care to watch sports highlights with the guy over like it's the, a guy over uh, doing voiceover over highlights, but it's a watered down great value version of what Stuart Scott was good at. You know what I mean? Right. Yeah. So it, it's, it just, it isn't the same anymore. I think it's a dying medium um espn won't go anywhere strictly because live coverage of sports is a huge deal and they have a you know they they do a solid job on the main channels of that but outside of some of their top talent it ain't what it used to be it's a shell of what it what it was in a previous era
1: yeah totally with you you know we say all this stuff as we give analysis of the games each week but you know if, I like our analysis better, and I'm a little biased, but you know, <laughs> I don't ever I have... really
0: break into the X's and O's much. I leave that for the stats nerds. <laughs>
1: well, I, I mean, let's think about it. I mean, everybody, most people that are avid sports fans are going to watch the games they want to watch. Like, you know, my team's not in the NBA finals, but it's the NBA finals. I'm going to sit here and I'm going to watch that. And, you know, I have money on it, so that makes it a little different. But, um, you know, I can watch the game and I can determine who played well, who messed up. Yeah, stuff like that if you're an avid sports fan um and and so stuff like that doesn't need it anymore um i'm with you i haven't really sat down i mean it literally used to be i come home espn Mm -hmm. sports center that's it and now it's like you know there's probably a lot of other things i can watch that are a lot better um and you know it's a shame it's a shame we lost some things with uh like you said, Stuart Scott and stuff like that. And it just hasn't been the same. I don't look forward to game day anymore like I used to. And I mean, I still watch college football game day, but I don't look forward to it like I um like I used to. I mean I don't I, wake up early. I, I don't for as that. much as
0: I used to, uh by any means. But I think that's more of a product of my interests have shifted away from I'm not only interested in sports like I was when I was a kid. Or even a teenager. That used to be pretty much all I was into. Um, My interests have shifted to other things as I've gotten older. Um, But I I still, like you said, I still like college game day for football. I still watch it relatively regularly. I wouldn't say every week. But some of the luster of sports television just isn't what it used to be. Um, It's kind of like just my whole general rant here on that and that I, I tend to watch a lot of sports podcasts or listen to sports podcasts, but there, that's a more like modern, newer, like format of how it's done. Like I, I, I watch a lot of that on YouTube in the evenings. So I think that's kind of where, you know, the winds of change are blowing yeah. is, is towards more digital internet based programs. It's not going to be the traditional FM sports talk or the, or the traditional cable news um, sports shows on ESPN.
1: Yeah, I'm with you. It's just a change of time and, you know, maybe like Riley Green said, we're behind the times, but um, it's not something I'm really interested in anymore. Um, If I'm going to pick a show, it's going to be college game day for football. I'm not watching really much of anything else on ESPN, except for live sports. Other than that, yeah. I could care less about it.
0: I mean, truthfully, live sports is about the only live television that I ever watch. Um, the one exception may be like you know, once every two to four years for election coverage. I may watch a little bit of cable news then. I don't watch a lot of live TV. I spend most of my time on YouTube these days watching podcasts and shows. I don't, I don't really watch people telling me um, – what to think about things, whether it's sports or politics on cable. Uh, I think yeah. that 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 era has kind of passed for people our our generation and younger. You know that the, the yeah. it's a it's an aging demographic that sits there and watches cable.
1: Yeah. Next thing we you know, we're going to pick up the newspaper. I guess maybe we get that delivered <laughs> and keep going from there. <laughs> yeah. But you know, if it is what it is. I'm I'm really glad that at least we have somewhere to watch the live TV. Mm-hmm. Um, and other options are obviously coming out with those, not just ESPN. You can, I'm sure there's other things that's going to come out. Um, but like you said, the overall demographic of, of ESPN is changing. The overall feel of the ESPN channel itself, other than live Sports, is changing. And so we'll see what happens as we move on in the future on that.
0: Very true. Uh, so we don't talk a lot of NFL on here. I'm not a big NFL guy. I know Jordan is, but like, that just hasn't been something we've talked, but there was a massive trade that we probably need to make mention of before jumping to the main topic. But Aaron Rodgers, he is following the Brett Favre slash green Bay Packers quarterback retirement plan. And he has left Wisconsin and the, the state of, of the cheese heads and will be, uh, suiting up under center for the New York jets next season. So what's your initial take on that? Um I'm kind of shocked on it, but to be honest with
1: you, it makes sense to me a little bit. I'm not saying they're contenders in the overall um, you know, mainstream of football. Let's not say they're Super Bowl contenders with Aaron Rodgers. Helps. Massively helps, but they have they're they're a sneaky team here. So they got a good defense. They didn't have a quarterback at all last year, so Zach Wilson, and you know Matt they, White. They shuffled through to, like three guys last yep. year, and they actually had a de- decent offensive line. Yeah, um, you have young, talented playmakers on that Jets uh, offense. You have Garrett Wilson. You have uh, what's the guy that got that tore his ACL? Uh, the the running back can't think of his name. I don't know why. I can't everything? Oh, Brees Hall from mm-hmm. Iowa State. Um, you got Michael Carter from Carolina, who's a change of pace back offensive line, and now you add Aaron Rodgers,
0: yeah, four time um, MVP, one time Super Bowl winning quarterback.
1: I mean, I could think of worse places he could go. You yeah. got a defense and you got a young offense, I could think of a lot worse places for him to go. Wouldn't surprise me to see him get win the division this year, um, and possibly. Uh, get to that AFC Championship game this year. Uh, um, they are they're not that far off. As bad as I hate to say that, because I'm a Colts fan, um, with us just drafting uh, Anthony Richardson uh, tonight in the with the fourth pick. Um, I did find it ironic that we're doing the football movies or draft for football movies on yeah. you know draft. On draft that night. is not that was not prepared because we record on Tuesdays. Right, And we just moved it back to Thursdays and bam, it's the draft night. So it is kind of funny how it all lined up. Um, I know you're, uh, if you got to pick an NFL team, commanders, right? And that's your team. I mean,
0: gun to my head if I have to, sure. But my, my days of caring about the NFL were kind of behind me.
1: Well, I, I thoroughly enjoy it from a betting standpoint, obviously, but been a Colts fan since Peyton Manning. That's the reason I'm a Colts fan. And, um, I figured I'm not going to be one of these fans to just keep switching. So stuck right. with them. And that's what we got now, but we'll see how AR 15 is not real pleased with the pick. Don't think it's great. Um, but you know, there wasn't a lot of options
0: there as a quarterback and we needed one. So we'll see what happens. Yeah, I think that it's a big-time pickup for the New York Jets. I mean, the man is two years removed, well, two seasons removed from being MVP of the league. He wasn't bad last year by any means on a team that just – he did not have a lot of skill talent around him um, in Green Bay, and they still made the playoffs. Aaron Rodgers, I think, probably has two to three more good years left in him in terms of high-level production at the quarterback position, and him going to New York – like you said, solid offensive line, pretty good defense, young talent surrounding him. They were missing a quarterback. They've yep. got their quarterback. Um, yep. I'm going to say they're a you know, dark horse to win the AFC. Uh, was it AFC East next year? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be them and the Bills, in my view. Um, yep. I think Aaron Rodgers is still that good, uh, along with – and they didn't really give up anything to get Aaron Rodgers. They gave up draft picks. Yeah. Well, so... Graphics and cash, I believe.
1: uh, Well, like you said, they didn't give up a whole lot, and you get that sort of talent. And so what I want to understand is, was this a... This had to be something going on in the overall upper management, The something with the team. Because Matt LaFleur, somebody. Because you don't see a talent like this, I mean, just kind of say... And it seemed like he was done from – he, yeah. he voiced his opinion about it. And, you know, you can't – when you lose Devontae Adams, I felt like his years with numbers on that because he was like, I'm done with this. Um, and, honestly, I wasn't going to be surprised if he went with the Ra- to the Raiders with Devontae Adams. Um, but <laughs> it's one of those kind of a head-scratcher. But then you see it, and it, it makes sense because he does have the young talent and you know, at that point, you're chasing rings. I mean, let's just yeah. be honest. He's chasing a ring. Um, now he has to go through Buffalo. And, and but I could see something coming up with their plan for it, and whenever that goes to the Super Bowl, uh, and and maybe not this year coming up. Um, but I I don't see it being far along And the Jets are back where they were with, God forbid, Mark Sanchez. So, um, I mean, he
0: did take him to the AFC Championship game one time.
1: He did. He beat my Colts. So you know, he, he they've succeeded with worse quarterbacks. Let's just yeah. be honest. I mean, they have. So you never can tell what's going to happen. Looking forward to seeing what he does. I'm not. I'm not going to say I'm a, 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 a hate Aaron Rodgers. Is he one of my favorite quarterbacks in the NFL? No, but I respect Aaron Rodgers. Um, yeah, and I respect
0: his talent. He he he's top five most talented yeah. guys to ever sling a football. Yeah. Um, and let's be honest, he is, what, 38 years old? 75% yeah. uh, production. Aaron Rodgers is better than anything. The Jets would have tried it out there under center
1: next year. Absolutely. Absolutely. Even uh, with Zach Wilson begging bombs, you know. <laughs>
0: uh, he just couldn't throw any
1: bombs. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I like what you did there. But, you know, we'll see what happens with that. I'm anxious to see this NFL. I love the NFL. I know you're not a big fan of it, but I I do enjoy um, the overall I, aspect of it.
0: I, I watch it in terms of social aspect with friends, but I just have um, I've become so have on fantasy football. I care about, yeah. It's just like it. it Washington has been so bad to media. They got rid of so long. At least you got rid of Stoddard. Sure, <laughs> but at <laughs> this point it's like, I like uh there's that old like um pop country song from the mid two thousands, like my give a damn's busted at this point. (laughs) Yeah. I just I I don't really care anymore. I I, in terms of like liking football, I like it. Liking watching it with friends, you know, and fantasy football, I enjoy that. But me sitting I didn't watch a single uh Redskins game last year, ever. Throughout the whole season. So good thing because they didn't exist as commanders. Oh, sorry, the commanders. Yeah.
1: You guys jumped in on the social media, the media, but anyway, um, I I just, I'm ready to see what he does because, but I don't want him, even though I don't like him, I, I don't think he's a good person. I respect the talent level. I think that he deserves a little bit of a cushion, I guess would be the word. So you know, I don't expect a whole lot of this first year. If he takes from there, it wouldn't surprise me. Do I expect it? No. But, um, you know, I, I just hope I know how the New York fans are. I'm a New York Yankees fan. Not everybody's made to play in New York. You're just not. It takes a different talent to play there. Uh, the fans are terrible. You know, it's it, yeah. you, you can't mess up any. Let's just be honest. No
0: arguments there. I mean, you can't <laughs>
1: mess up any. It's going to happen. Um. So you got to be a strong-minded, strong person to make it in New York. And like the song says, if you can make it there, you can make it anywhere. But I'm anxious to see what happens. I'm looking forward to that season with the Jets, see what they do. Maybe I'll start betting on Jets more because they have Aaron Rodgers and Faye the <laughs> Packers. Because Jordan Love, yeah. I guess, is all they got right now.
0: Or we just ask Kenny who he's betting on and do the opposite.
1: Oh, man. Uh, now you're coming at Kenny.
0: <laughs> well... He, uh, we need to get him back on here, but I don't think Fade Kenny season ever, ever stopped. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> God bless him, but I don't think it ever stopped. Um, all right, so like Jordan said, it's draft night. Uh, we are drafting our top five best uh, football movies of all time. We did baseball first a couple weeks ago. We did basketball last week and finishing up the third part of our three-part series, of drafting sports movies. We are drafting football tonight. Yeah. So as we have done the previous two episodes
1: Pulling up that we're damn going to let the
0: wheel let the wheel decide who goes first and gets the first pick I can almost tell you zero. the
1: first pick of either one of us literally I can tell you it the bat who gets it is going to get it I know it's coming
0: and keep going keep going keep going keep going keep going boom goes the you dynamite. son of a bitch I get it you son right. of a bitch So The first pick in the best football movies of all time draft is left side, strong side. Remember the Titans, my favorite uh, football movie. One of my favorite sports movies of all time, uh, based on a true story on a high school um, in Virginia uh, during around the time was like was 1970s when they were Mm -hmm. uh, integrating the schools. Great, Mm -hmm. great message. Great cast. Denzel Washington, phenomenal job uh, love this movie, uh so remember the Titans, man. easy first pick for me
1: and uh, I mean, honestly, there was no doubt who it's, that was going to be number one for both of us um but let me let me blow your mind a little bit here. Um, there's kids today that have never seen this movie um there's so my buddy Chris is a is a high school football teacher and he'd made reference to this about uh the blood on my on my uniform and you don't get no blood on my uniform um and the kids had no idea what it was they were like so do you know do you know the movie and he was and they were like no we've never seen anything we don't know what that and I was like dude what is going on with
0: today's they, society most of well all of them were not born when this movie came out right Came let's out in two thousand. these kids were not even a, a twinkle in the mama's eye. But
1: I wasn't I ain't born in some of these other some of these movies I have on this list. But it's fair. I mean, let's be honest. If you if you're a football guy, honestly, if you're just a person who likes good movies, you need to watch Remember Titans. It is by far one of my favorite movies. I can quote it word for word. It is I, I love Dumb and Dumber but I'm going to put that above Dumb and Dumber. And I can quote Dumb and Dumber word for word also. But <laughs> um, I do love Remember Titans, all-time great movie. Might be my favorite movie of all time.
0: Yeah, fantastic movie. All right, Jordan, first pick for you.
1: All right, well, I guess you're going to make me have to dig deep into my thing. No, it's not that bad. Rudy. Oh, that was going to be my my Rudy, consolation first pick. Rudy. Great pick. Great yep. pick. Great yep. Pick. Uh, you know, even though he was offsides in the movie, <laughs> completely offsides. I love that side on college game day when I saw that. Um, but, you know, it, I'm a sucker for my underdog with that aspect of it. Guy comes in, really wants to be a Notre Dame uh, football player, does everything he can. It's a true story, which we I've been over the last couple of podcasts. I'm a sucker for a true story. Um, and so, you know, the way that that movie is portrayed is just just something that gets you. Um, it shows you that anything can happen with that. Underdogs can win. Um, it, it's just all around great movie. One of my top movies of all time as well. You'll find out most of these football movies are the ones I love for the most part throughout, you know, like up there on my top movies of all time.
0: Oh yeah, that, that's a great movie. Just because, like you said, it's a classic underdog story based on a true story, right. and you know, like to the point that he had been on the team right. uh, f- for a couple years, and just he had never dressed out because it was for the rules that changed where mm-hmm. they had, didn't have a hundred people on the sideline at home games like they do now. His his family didn't believe he was even on the team, and then finally, you know, while this has been disputed whether or not it really happened, don't care. It was a great scene in the movie. You know, change of coach in his senior year. His previous coach had promised he was going to be able to uh, to dress for one game. Well, new coach came in, didn't wasn't going to honor it. The team came in there, everybody put their jersey down. You know, this one's for Rudy, coach. This one's for Rudy, coach. Man, it gives you chills up and down your arms. Yep. Like, great movie.
1: Yep, it's uh, it like I said, based on a true story. There's obviously some things that are going to be altered, but yeah, you know, if that scene's real, that part of it, that would be awesome. I hope it is.
0: So we both picked ones that were based on a true story and I am sticking with that trend for my second pick is we are Marshall. Marshall. Um, okay. The, I, I love this movie. Um, I'm a big Matt McConaughey fan as an actor anyways, but I think he did a fantastic job in this movie. But, you know, again, based on a true story about the Marshall team that was flying back from Greenville, North Carolina, when they played ECU, um, the team died in a, a, a horrific plane crash and it was just, they were going to cancel the football program. But the, the town didn't want them to. They went out and hired um, uh, Jack Lingle, I believe his name was, from uh, Wooster College. And he comes in and resurrects that football program. While they were never really good under him, you know, just to be able to steady the ship during a time of tragedy. Um, it, it was just, it's, it's a very remarkable thing. And I think the movie did a good job of putting that on the silver screen. We are a Marshall, another one I'm a big fan of.
1: Oh, absolutely. Um that like you said this is based on a true story again. Um you know, you have some a team that everybody felt sorry for that was supposed to, you know, have to uh restart over because honest, I mean, you know, a tragic tragic incident happened and most of your, your team in fact all your team on that plane, uh, you know, went down with it. So to start over with no scholarships, I mean, you even have rivals, West Virginia. Yep. The big Marshall. Bobby Bowden,
0: he, yep. he let them uh, look at the playbook and anything they needed when they wanted to try to institute the Veer offense. Yeah, um, the back when Bowden was still in uh, a Mountaineer, as before he went down to Florida State.
1: And so it's 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 pretty cool to see, you know, um, how even though you know this tragic thing happened, they didn't want the whole. Um, sorry, stuff like you know you could have took a year off, but no, these guys wanted. They went out, they did certain things, and didn't they also because of this? Didn't it allow freshmen to play, or was it only it, in that instance? It,
0: it, it was in their instance. They got a because back then, you know, as a lot of people are probably aware, freshmen couldn't play on varsity sports um back then. But they petitioned the NCAA successfully to allow freshmen to play, so they could fill out the roster and have people put on the field.
1: Yeah, and that was awesome. Um, that's 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 pretty cool to see and stuff like that. That you don't just lay down, you get back up, and you fight and stuff like that. And so, like you said, great movie. Um, so my my second one, I'm glad you didn't take it. Um, The Replacements. Um, I do love with uh, some Shane Falco. Yeah, um, the lockout period. Um, but there with the Washington Senators. And stuff like that. And, you know, it's kind of got the comedy aspect of it a little bit. Um, But overall, I think it's a great football movie. Um, It's just it's one of those that if I'm scrolling, I'm scrolling, it's on my guide. Okay, I'm going to watch Replacements. I've got it recorded uh, if I ever want to watch a good one. So that movie is up there for me. My second one overall on my list.
0: I like that pick. That's another one that I, I tend to watch. You know, if it's say it's a Sunday, it's raining outside and yep. I sco- I happen to be scrolling through T V because I have nothing else to do, that's on I tend to watch it, but yeah, uh good pick. All right. So number three, I'm gonna go with Invincible. Um uh Mark Wahlberg uh portraying uh Vince Papali, the Eagles back in what was it, the seventies, I wanna say mm-hmm. the when Dick Vermeil was the head coach held an open tryout. Saying they'll, they were going to pick a, a random fan or a random guy off the street to join the team. He actually made the team. Um, I think it's a fantastic movie. There's one qu- line in the movie that always has cracked me and my brothers up, where like Vince Papali early in the movie, like his life is kind of going down the tubes, and his wife had left him. He was having yep. dinner with his dad, and his dad uh, asked him about his wife. He goes, well, she left me, Dad. And, and then his dad goes, ah, oh, that's fine. I never liked her anyways. It just it for whatever reason that's always cracked me up. Um, uh, but fantastic movie, good story, another one based on a true story. So Invincible, Mark Wahlberg is my number three, uh, third pick.
1: We uh, I, th- I think we have a we're suckers for based on true story. Oh, definitely. Judging by our uh our, our sh- movies we picked here. Um no, that is a great movie. Um, you know, that's coming from you, who was division rival with the commanders, yeah. but, um, you know, one could argue, were they so bad that they tried to do this or what was going on with this whole thing? Why would you do this? To be honest. Um, but it's a great movie. Um, it's a, another one of these underdog movies that we love. Um, and I'm with you. It's, it's a good movie to watch. I love it. Um. If that's another one on TV. Probably gonna watch it. So um, let's see if I can get to my third one because you've uh, you've been through my stuff. Um, <laughs> I want. I'm gonna say it, and it's gonna be more of a lighter sense. So it, it's gonna be whatever. Um, number three for me is the Water Boy. Um, okay. <laughs> go ahead and give me. Uh Adam Sandler with uh with with him being the water boy. Um, dude, that movie is hilarious to me. Um you, I can go up and down it. Uh one, I like Adam Sandler to begin with. It's obviously a comedy. Um I, I'm pretty sure most people have seen this, but that's that's third on my list because of just the overall aspect of it. Um it's just it's stupid, but it's one of those movies that that that's up there for me. I I love watching it. It's one of those I'll stop everything I'm doing and watch this movie. Um, I quote it word for word. That's why it's up there on my
0: list. Oh, it's a fantastic movie. I I love that movie. It's one of, it was in that run of movies that uh, Sandler had back yeah. in the nineties to early two thousands where he just didn't miss. <laughs>
1: Yeah, too bad we don't have golf. Well, maybe we should do golf movies because we could probably come up with a couple of those on another episode. Um, yeah, there are there are a handful of good golf movies. Um, you know, me and Logan, we play at golf. I don't know about play golf, but yeah.
0: uh, I we, attempt.
1: We sh- I swing a stick. Hey, we get our swings in. That's what we That's get. The, our I get lots worth. of
0: swings in. But we get our buddies' <laughs> work. It feels like normal sports where uh, the higher score of one, I'd be a uh, master at it. <laughs> But
1: um no, Waterboy, I mean, it's one of those stupid movies. I gotta have a couple of those in here on my list because I just I love comedies. Anything stupid, I'm gonna like it, period. Um, so that's my number three.
0: So number four for me, I'm going with uh again, based on a true story. Um, but I'm talking about the original in 1971 Brian song. Um okay. the have you ever seen that?
1: No. So the true of story
0: one. of of uh, Chicago Bears running backs, uh, Brian Piccolo and Gail Sayers, um, of them you know joining the team, and then becoming friends and just like the, the strength of their friendship. and um, then Brian Piccolo died of cancer. He had terminal cancer. It, it's a fantastic movie, fantastic story, and it's, all, it's always on one of those lists of like movies that'll make a man cry. Brian Song's one of them. Um, I highly recommend the original. I've never watched a remake. I'm not a big fan of remakes typically, but the one from nineteen um seventy-one with James Conn and Billy D. Williams. Check that one out. Very, very good movie. So Brian Song is number four on my list.
1: Yeah, I'll definitely add that to one of my lists of watching from football. Um, you know, it's hard to go wrong with something like that from the way you describe it. Um I'm I'm looking forward to actually watching. I know Gail Sayers, I know who he is. I didn't know who the other guy is um but I, i'm uh i'm already going to go ahead and add that to my list of things to watch uh when i'm working shift need a movie to watch you know okay. i'll go ahead and watch that out knock out a couple of hours um so my fourth one is actually gridiron gang um i do like that movie um you know with Dwayne the Rock" Johnson is on it, and it describes how um, he, he's taking over like an inmate reform school pe- uh, um, for younger criminals, and takes on other schools and teaching these guys how to become men. And so, just that part is 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 good for me, and I enjoy watching that movie because of how it kind of teaches life lessons to people, um, and so. I, obviously, it's not based on a true story or anything like that that I know of. And it might be. Um, I haven't really looked into it that much, and maybe it is. But I, I do enjoy how it, it's basically a movie about life lessons, and it's just more than football. Like It's teaching kids how the real world is and how certain stuff doesn't matter. And so that's, that's the reason it's up there on my list.
0: I don't think I've ever seen that one actually, so I'll have to add that to my list of something to watch. Oh yeah,
1: it's a great movie. Um, I know you're a big wrestling guy, so if anything with the yeah. Rock, you should you should be into it. i don't know. Except but, for maybe the Tooth Fairy. Oh come on, that was not even that bad. Um, <laughs> damn. Next we're gonna what's that? Uh, what's that football movie he's in? Is that it? he had another one he had a yeah i can't think of the damn name another one
0: i can't think of the name of it right now but um all right so my fifth pick to round it out i'm gonna keep it with the theme i've had the whole time based on a true story but it's friday night lights while i will say the tv show is one of my favorite tv shows of all time love that if we were talking tv shows for football that's number one for me it's not even close but the movie is still very very good the movie is based on a true story of a high school football team the um in uh, Odessa, Texas. And Billy Bob Thornton plays the coach. Oh. Connie Britton is um the coach's wife both in the movie and in the TV series. And the guy that played I never can think of his name. The guy that played uh Buddy Garrity, who was like the very in, intrusive team booster in the TV show was also a, a booster in the movie. Uh, I think Tim McGraw was actually in this movie as like the abusive alcoholic father. Um but this is just a a very, very good football story. Um, they had a good cast of of actors in this. Uh one that I highly recommend. They, I believe there's a book that somebody wrote about it as well. Yeah. Um maybe I should, if I if I read more, maybe I should read that as well. But uh but the movie's a fun watch. Um, but like like Jordan said, uh or before we started recording, if you Think the movies are supposed to work out where everybody always wins in the end? Maybe this one isn't for you, but I love it. Friday Night Lights uh, is my my fifth pick around round out my team of best football movies.
1: Yeah, so uh, that that's honestly the reason I haven't watched it is because I hate when I get up for it and it's not the happy ending. Um, so I haven't watched Friday Night Lights because of that reason. And honestly, if nobody told me they lose, I'd, I'd probably be already <laughs> watch watching. But I understand that. So I, I haven't watched that, but I'm sure it's great. Um, I, I've heard literally everybody talk about this movie um, that I hang out with and play sports with. Um, so I'm, I'm sure it's great. I haven't seen it. I'm not going to watch it just because they lose. So I don't want to get down I, for the heartbreak. I'm a sensitive guy under my shelf. You got to go deep. Um, but so... We'll round it out. My top five. I have because you took all my other ones, asshole. Um, <laughs> I'm going with another comedy. Sorry, Longest Yard. The remake one. or original? The, the new one with Adam like, Sandler. This
0: is one instance where I do like the remake
1: with Adam Sandler. Um, I actually have never seen the original, so maybe I should do that and compare the two in my head. But it's another one of those comedies that's um that it's just hilarious to me um you know me my friends you not that you're not one of my friends you know i made it seem like you were one of my friends but um, that we use in like daily
0: conversations man, all right man. well that concludes this episode <laughs> breaking news next week i'll be doing the show alone <laughs> <Damn. Quanzilla. laughs> well,
1: sorry logan i made it make you feel like you weren't one of my buddies man <laughs> but um <laughs> that we use all the time uh the quotes from this movie so a big thing for me if you haven't figured out in the last three episodes if i can quote it and it's one that sticks with me i'm gonna love the movie and so the longest short obviously has plenty of them you know brucey over there hey what could i be quarterback and then he throws the football over the guy's head and it's like okay that's why now sit down and shut up um that's <laughs> that's what i feel like zach wilson's doing with Aaron Rodgers. Right. Like Zach Wilson's like, why well, could I be quarterback? And then Aaron Rodgers takes over. But um I'm it's one of those movies that is just stupid, but it kind of brings you into the underdog story again, a little bit with the cons versus the guards and um stuff like that. And so those movies have always been something
0: that's with me on those, and so that's why it's one of those. Uh, uh very good movie you talk about having pro wrestlers in movies that stone cold yep. had kevin nash had goldberg yep. had great Kylie. like they, they went and got some of those guys for that movie
1: yeah and so you know we're talking about the movies here and you know what i respect about adam sandler is that the movies he does he has the same people in them like it's almost like he has hey you're my buddies. We're gonna bring you in on these movies no oh, matter yeah. what. And and so I do respect that with Adam Sandler on that stuff. Um but so Logan, we usually go through these and we always have a couple of extra. Um I'm sure there's some that you have that I don't have. My list is shot, but I do have a couple, I guess, in the chamber that I can go ahead and throw with. So do you have any that, that you want to mention that are up there that
0: are worthy of a mention? So I have a couple that are like on that are good movies. That you just Probably, enjoy. I yeah, enjoy. Right. But they didn't quite make my top five. First being Jerry Maguire. Mm-hmm. Um was it Tom Cruise? Never Bruce? seen it. Yeah, that's another one you should watch. Like he's a sports agent. Um but that's a good that's a good I think it was also Renee Zellweger was in that movie. It's been a while since I've seen that one, but that was one that I, I enjoy watching that I'll watch here and there if it's ever on TV. And then the other one is varsity blues. Um a yep. little bit more I've never comedic seen that affair. one either. Yeah. So, like, those are two that, you know, are, are worth a, a mention, but not worth going on a, a monologue about. Um, but, yeah, I mean, my top five are my five favorite, but these yeah. two were ones that I enjoy that if you had taken a couple of the ones that I wanted, they probably might would have slid up the list a little bit.
1: So, I feel like, you know, us, we, we played both sports. Um, now, you know, for the thing of heart here, I'm gonna be honest with you, I was just a long snapper, so I played in football, so I don't want anybody acting like I was playing middle right. linebacker anywhere. Um, but I,
0: I played one year of eight man football as a freshman, so I'm not necessarily the uh, authority on 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 the gridiron first hand action myself,
1: but i I do enjoy football in general, and um you know i I, I help out with the high school team here, and it's just. I think football is just so much more of life lessons than it is of just X's and O's. I mean, sure, that's what when you ball games, but you develop boys to men kind of in football aspect of certain things. And so that's what makes it, this so much better. Um, I have a couple more that are like um, The Blind Side. I do yeah, enjoy that one. I do enjoy that movie. With um, Sandra Bullock and the story of Michael Orr. Um, I don't think he's still on the Ravens anymore. I don't know exactly where he's at. I'm, I'm not pretty sure he's either. not there. He might not even be in the league anymore.
0: But I've heard that he doesn't like that movie and says there's nothing like what
1: actually happened.
0: But the movie's a good movie. So.
1: Well, I guess what I was going to say about based on a true story might just be a crock of shit then. Um, <laughs> but other than that, You've kind of knocked out my whole my whole list of things. So that's gonna be about it. Now I do want to see the movie Draft Day. I haven't watched yeah. that sat down and watched that. So that's another one that I feel like would be great. I mean, obviously we're talking about that now with draft night, but um it would be something that would be cool to understand the process of what goes on in the minds of GMs, head coaches, and stuff like that during the draft. I know it's a, It's been out for several years now.
0: 2014, I think, is when it came out.
1: Yeah, but it's one of those that I need to watch. So I, I have about you know three of those on your list I haven't seen uh, seen, and so add that to the list. I guess I got plenty of things to do on a movie night
0: when I need to just watch something and rewind. But yeah, that's uh, uh, that's one I haven't seen either. I've I saw weirdly enough. I just saw a clip of it on TikTok today. Um, oh wow! And you know I'm a big Kevin Costner fan. Mm-hmm. He's arguably pound for pound the best sports actor there has been in terms of successful sports movies of quality. Because uh, you know we covered three of them on yes. the baseball show when we drafted those. So I've heard this one isn't quite up to the level of For the Love of the Game, Bull Durham, or um, missing the other one. Off the top
1: uh. Of yeah, yeah, I can't think of it either. Right in second.
0: Either way, <laughs> but the um, they say this one's not quite up to the level of those, but I bet it, it. It seemed all right from the clip I saw. So it's another one I need to I need to watch as well. Yeah, Cleveland Browns.
1: <laughs> yeah, anything with the Browns. Um, they've had plenty of picks to get their shit straight. They haven't. Um. So, but guys, listen. We would love to hear, you know, you can go back as far as you want on the shows, your baseball movies, your basketball movies, your football movies that we've done. Um, Let us know your list. Let us know why our picks suck. That's fine. Um, Or why you like it or anything in general. Um, Just get some feedback on it. Give us your list. That's what we want. We want some interaction on the crowd um, because that's what makes this thing fun. Um, Not that I don't have fun with you every week, Logan. With the show, <laughs> but you know, fan interaction would be a little bit better,
0: yeah. And a little uh, uh, housekeeping news too. We have we know the handle from the March Madness Bracket Challenge at underscore Reiner. We haven't been able to lo- locate him on social media. And so, if you're if you're listening to this, reach out to us at Colcan Sports at Colkans Pick 'em. Just shoot us a DM so we can um, get you your with your free merch from the shop. Um, give it. We'll give it a couple more weeks. If we can't find him, we'll just have to move to the second place finisher. But uh, we'll keep looking. We'll see if we can find him. But if you happen to be hearing this, you know, reach out to us at Colcan Sports, at Colcans Pick'Em. You got free merch waiting on you from winning the 2023 uh, Tailgate Season Bracket Challenge.
1: Yeah, um, please do because, you know, that's impressive. We had 20-some people. Um, It was a great turnout. Thanks to everybody who participated. Um with that, you know, Logan, I'll be honest, I didn't expect that many people to participate in our first not, annual not
0: in the first year, no,
1: <laughs> and um so that was great. So we're gonna do that every March, but we just want to get you guys the merchandise um of who it is. So I actually have a tag that I might use um and just DM be like, did you join the bracket challenge or something like that and see if how it goes from there? But you know, it'd be a lot easier if you could reach out to us with just the DM. Hey, I won this and stuff like that. And we'll have no problem. Hat, T-shirt, whatever you want. Congratulations. You won the thing. Um, and so we'll give you that.
0: Good deal. All right. Well, be sure to give us five stars and a great review and make sure to click the subscribe button on both Spotify and Apple podcast. Check out the website, coldcansnetwork.com for block content merch. For this episode of Tailgate Season, presented by the Colcans Network, I'm Logan, standing up with Jordan. See you next time.